0: Join us as we learn to live our happiest, healthiest, and most successful lives. Here's Dr. Alex.
1: Thank all of you for being here. We are greatly, greatly honored, more than we can tell you, uh, by your presence every week. And um, I take that seriously. I pray for you guys. I work uh, and pray about... um, what we're going to talk about during these events. And please give us feedback. Let us know how it's going for you because that's really how it's going for us is however it's going for you, only we've got to rely on you to know that. Okay, the spiritual law of nature for today is another one that is about me This is uh, something that I have greatly struggled with in my life. In a way, it's sort of a um, Part B from last week. So if you didn't hear last week and and what we talk about today resonates with you, you might, whenever it's posted, go listen to the um, teaching for last week. This is uh, maybe sort of a continuation. And um, I've got to be careful today um or some of you who maybe don't know me well are going to think that I am that what we're going to talk about today has a religious sound to it okay and uh I just want to state again I've said this a million times is I run from religion it took me decades to recover from my religious upbringing um I try very hard to live a spiritual life, but not religious. I believe religion is largely about rules and regulations and control and power, uh, things that are detrimental and and things that I don't believe uh, God meant for us to live um, that way anyway. I don't believe God meant for us to live that way anyway. That's been a misinterpretation or out-and-out lies by men and women who were seeking power and control and money, uh, even if maybe they weren't aware of it. Um, I believe that's largely the case. However, living a spiritual life and running from religion does not mean I can throw out Everything that any religion talks about that that would be ridiculous because all of the religions talk about fear and love and um, sadness and joy and peace and anxiety and all those sorts of things okay and And most importantly, that would mean ruling out God because all of the religions talk about God, okay. And um, as much as we don't want to discuss it these days in a lot of circles, um, there there are objective realities in the universe, okay? Um, I know it's been really popular in the last 20 or 30 years to say perception is reality, and there's a certain truth to that. Your unconscious mind or spiritual heart treats everything as present tense reality, whether it's real or imagined. So on one level that's true, but on another level, perception is not reality, okay? How many people have been um on um uh some hardcore drug to the point that they were sky high and thought that they could fly off the top of a building, and jumped off the top of a building. Okay, is perception still reality? Did they fly? Okay. Um, if you were to tell me and mean it that you don't believe gravity exists, okay, that's your truth, and and that's been the thing the last twenty or thirty years. Well, what's your truth? And, and and this is my truth about that. And again, I agree with that in certain situations and to a certain extent, but not about things that there is an objective reality about, like gravity. And, and if you honestly don't believe gravity exists, I'll take you up to the top of the Empire State Building, and I promise you, halfway down, you'll believe it exists you will no longer believe that my perception that gravity does not exist is reality. You'll believe the reality is gravity does exist in opposition to my perception and my life is about to be over because of that physically, okay? Um, Also stating that is no reality, only perception, is a logical fallacy. The statement that there is no reality is a reality. Okay? So, you you can't say that there there is an absolute hard fact reality that there is no reality, it's just perception, because you just said there's a hard reality that everything is perception. So... Logically, that doesn't even work, okay? And the the reason I'm talking about this so much is because, ladies and gentlemen, there is a God or there's not, okay? There either is or there isn't. It isn't that there is to me, so God exists for me, but Ken doesn't believe that God exists, so God doesn't exist for Ken. No, 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 no. Those cannot both be true. There either is a god or there's not. Or or if you call god source or whatever, all right? That truth either exists in the world or it's a lie. Okay? And it is absolutely fundamental to the point that I'm trying to make today and more importantly to you live to you living your life in love and happiness and health and success, as well as the people that you love and care about. Okay, let's get started. The topic today, there's no difference. As I stated last week, I grew up in this paradigm of if I do good, I'm a good boy. If I do bad, I'm a bad boy. Uh, Hope had a big epiphany three or four years ago where she realized all her life that the number one overriding thing for her that had kept her from being happy and had stressed her out almost constantly is that she had to be a good girl. And the great majority of the time, she felt like she did not measure up to that, and there's only one other possibility if she's not a good girl, and that's she's a bad girl. Okay, And that's what she believed about herself most of her life. And most of the religions of the world teach a system like that in some way, that you have to do this and not do that. You have to do this right and not do that wrong. If you don't do that well enough, you're toast. If you do do it really good, then either you'll be saved, or there's a chance that you'll be saved, or maybe you'll be saved, or something, okay? Well, I've come to believe um, through prayer, through through searching, through reading all kinds of books, through reading the ancient manuscripts of several different worldviews, I've come to believe that there is a God that there's really no other possibility. And that what I had been taught about that God growing up and about me and about being a good boy or a bad boy and what I do and don't do and whether I get a gold star by my name or a black check mark by my name, I believe that almost all of that stuff that I was taught growing up was not true. That yes, there's a God, but God was not remotely who I was taught He was growing up. And His system for me and me being okay, me being able to be happy, healthy, successful for me, etc., is not about doing right and not doing
0: wrong. And that as far as God is concerned... My whiteboard, with all of my mess-ups on it, is a blank slate. Not a single mark on it.
1: Okay. So, everything I'm about to say now is predicated on that. It's predicated on there is a God, but that He is a loving god in fact he may very well be the only being in the universe incapable of anything but love and his plan for me is not about me doing it right and and not doing it wrong okay so if you hear today if you hear what i'm about to say today but you you believe you are not in right relationship with god and what I'm about to say may not apply to you because you may have to be in right relationship with God for this to be true. But I am telling you, with everything in me, I believe this is available to you right now at any time for the rest of your life, no matter what your situation. Okay. All right, here we go. After all of that build-up, sorry. There's no difference.
0: What is the difference between acting on seeking pleasure and avoiding pain about
1: something in your life, but not doing it? Okay, so the first scenario is there's a seek pleasure avoid pain thing in your life that you are tempted to do but you believe you should not do okay what is the difference in you do and you not doing that versus you doing that meaning doing the wrong thing that you are being tempted to do by seek pleasure and avoid pain What's the difference in those two things as far as you being a good girl or a good boy?
0: And what I'm suggesting today is there's no difference. There's no difference. Because it's not about you doing right and not
1: doing wrong. That's not what makes you a good girl or a good boy.
0: And so for you not doing the wrong thing, well,
1: okay, that's that's okay and I guess good in some ways, but you doing the wrong thing is also okay and may also be good, yes, I said good,
0: in a different way. reason I can say that is because
1: in my belief, ladies and gentlemen, it is not about
0: whether you seek pleasure and avoid pain, what's in it for me, or act in love, denying the
1: seeking pleasure and avoiding pain temptation. As far as... What is important now, what makes you okay or not okay, a good boy, good girl, good man, good woman,
0: it's not about that. It's not about what you do or don't do. It's about grace. And grace
1: is God's power, God's divine power, God's miraculous power to do in you what you can't do. To give you feelings that you can't have by doing things right and not doing things wrong. To give you positive thoughts about yourself and the world and other people that you can't cause yourself to have by your willpower by taking away the stress in your body and your immune system healing in a miraculous way which you were never able to make it do before with all the self-help techniques from this Lloyd guy and other
0: guy and other people too now you can choose to live that way you
1: can choose to live by Seek pleasure, avoid pain. You can choose to live by, okay, if I do good, I feel good about me. If I do bad, I feel bad about me. The problem is most of the people I know in that situation rarely ever feel good about themselves for more than a few minutes. And even when they do something good and do feel good for a few minutes, a few minutes later they're right back onto the next thing that
0: they might do right or they might do wrong. The person who did not do the wrong thing may still
1: have been acting on seeking pleasure and avoiding pain, what's in it for me. The question is, why did they do the right thing? It's about why you do it and ultimately who you believe you are, which determines the why. Doing right or doing wrong is only useful
0: as a path marker now and to help others. And by a path marker, I mean, okay, I'm
1: experiencing some anxiety here, so I'm somehow I've gotten off the path into a fear-based place. I've gotten off the path into a seek pleasure, avoid pain place. I've gotten off the path into what's in it for me. Okay? And that anxiety is a path marker that kind of points an arrow. Okay, the path of love is right up that way about 20 feet by that big tree. Ah, okay, let me get back on that right path. But it's not about me being a good boy or a good girl. That's all been taken care of. Um I've told you before about my good friend Todd Bell, who was a street minister for years and he would love to go to bars and talk to prostitutes. And one of the things that he would say to them, this is one of the best things I've ever heard in my life, when he told me, I just almost started jumping up and down. And he would tell the prostitutes, Did you know He would ask them a question, did you know that there
0: will not be one person in hell because of sin? And of course, many of the
1: prostitutes he was talking with, whether they were religious or not, most of them weren't, still believed that they had done so much wrong stuff that they were beyond hope. And then here's this guy drinking a beer with him saying, oh, absolutely not. Whoever told you that's completely wrong. It it has nothing to do with any of the wrong stuff that you've done.
0: In fact, you you could keep doing that wrong stuff. And if you're right with God, you're still a good girl. Well, it totally busted their bucket.
1: They they couldn't believe it. First they thought Todd was messing with them. Then they thought this is too good to be true. Then they were transformed
0: by it and started living a very different life, many of them. What matters is will you respond to the love of God and receive His free grace or will you not? Will you respond to the love of
1: God and accept as a free gift His grace
0: to do the power to do what you can't do? In every part of your life. And
1: him making you. A good girl or good boy. From now on for the rest of your life. And some days you'll do good stuff. And some days you'll do the wrong stuff. But that has no bearing from now on. On you being a good girl or good boy. It's not about what you do
0: or don't do. So, where are you today? And as you pray and meditate,
1: are you willing to do that? Are you willing to kind of give your problem to God and not take it back if you don't start getting the result that you think you want? Are you right with God? Do you need to get right with God? Do you believe there is no God? If so,
0: then you need to do some soul searching about those issues. Okay? But if there is a God, who he is
1: and and how he made me and his plan for me is more important than just about any other thing in my life. So for me to sort of isolate that off by itself and say, okay, well, there's everything in my life. There's health and my wife and my kids and finances and my work and all that. But then kind of over here all by itself, maybe even kind of locked away in its own little room, is
0: me and God. <laughs> no, it won't work that way, okay? God has to be the owner of your problem
1: for this to work, and and he won't swipe them from you. You have to give them. It has to be a free will choice for love to exist and work, okay? Which means I have to have a choice besides love. So I have to have the choice to fear, to be angry, to act in a what's-in-it-for-me way instead of a loving way. If I did not have that choice, then I also would not have the choice and ability to experience love. So for there to be love, which is what you want and need, there has to be the choice. And the only way we know what the choices lead to are the results. So I act in what's in it for me and I feel anxiety, ah, acting that way got me off the track, I act in love toward hope, and I feel love, and joy, and peace, and and those kind of things, so that lets me know, ah, okay, that's on this good path, but it's not anymore about me being a good boy, or a bad boy, me being saved or lost, that's all been taken care of. It's just a matter of me paying attention to the path markers. Ah, that's over on that fear path. I need to get off that. How in the world do I keep getting on this fear path? Okay, that's all right. The love path is right over there. Let me go back. Okay. An increased focus on the need to do right and not do wrong creates
0: more stress which results in doing it wrong more and more. A focus on love and the stress melts away. We learn from doing things wrong, things that we
1: cannot learn from doing it right. We learn faith. We learn trust. We learn humility. Or I do. These are things I've learned. We learn thankfulness. We learn the futility of living a what's-in-it-for-me existence and seeking pleasure and avoiding pain all the time. We learn that doesn't work. That I've been doing that all these years, and, and that doesn't work. We don't learn those things, by and large, from only doing right. We learn them from the pain and stress that come from doing things wrong. So what are you saying, Alex? Oh, boy, here I go. I'm going to get myself in trouble Maybe I was supposed to do it wrong. Maybe there was a lesson that I could only learn through doing that thing wrong. And it brought me to this point, this attitude, this wisdom in my life. So rather than beating up on ourselves for doing wrong, or maybe being tricked into beating up on ourselves for doing wrong by all these lies that a lot of us have been leaving all our life about right and wrong and good and bad and and our good list and bad list and all that stuff, okay? Maybe I was supposed to do some of those things wrong. That was part of me learning to get to this place and living in love, and maybe I couldn't have done it without doing those things wrong. I grew up in sports, and my son George is really big into basketball right now. You learn to make shots from missing shots. You learn to be a good dribbler through, yes, practice, but also dribbling it off your foot.
0: You learn to win by losing. You learn to live through dying. Dying to
1: your seeking pleasure and avoiding pain and what's in it for me way of existence. So this week as you pray and meditate, some of those things that you look back on your life and are so ashamed of and feel guilty about, Just pray, just meditate on
0: this. Maybe you were supposed to do some of those things wrong. Maybe you're supposed to be doing wrong what you're doing wrong right now, but you just
1: haven't learned the lesson yet that's going to take you from that place to a higher place of love, joy, and peace. And finally, Maybe we also need to quit quit trying so hard in our own strength and allow God and some of the tools he's put in nature to deprogram and reprogram us from fear and lies to love and truth.
0: I tried really hard to live in love and could never do it. I gave
1: up trying to live in love, knowing I had no hope of ever doing it right, after years of trying and not being able to do it right. I gave up, and God started loving through me in a way I had never been able to do. And it's not me doing it today. It's God doing it in me, to me, through me. Okay. So, that's what I would pray and meditate over this week. Um, And some of you, this may be the start of a, a long process about what do you really believe about God and what do you not? What do you really believe about Jesus and what do you not? What do you really believe about this religion, or that religion, or this manuscript, or that manuscript. And and everyone has to have that own search in their life. And if you've not made that search, you need to do it. If all you've done is accepted what you were taught growing up, then you don't really have a faith or belief of your own. It, it's someone else's that you're just kind of parroting and that, and that may also be why you can't live it very well either it's an error like the error I heard as I was taught, taught and raised or you just can't do it in your own strength and I couldn't either and neither could hope and most of the people I know so See if you can get your focus off of right and wrong and a good girl and a bad boy and at least be open to the possibility that being in being right with God, you are a good boy, you are a good man, you are a good girl, you are a good woman because it is not about doing right and not doing wrong. It's about will you accept the free love and grace of God, or are you determined to try to do it in your own control, strength, and willpower to get a certain end result that you feel like you have to have?